welcome to Gary on Guns, except Gary's not here this morning. My name is Dale Roberts. I'm trying to keep up in his place. I'm usually on this show anyway with Garson Chin and Chuck, State Representative Chuck Basie. Uh, we covered so many topics while we were off the air. I have to remember which ones to drop back and cover on the air. Uh, before we left, I was talking about the Second Amendment Preservation Act, and I'm going to wrap it up. It's, we've got so many other things to talk about. The, 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 the concluding remarks here, the uh, Supreme Court sent the case back to the trial court. That's good in this regard. The Department of Justice, when they had such a bad day in front of the Supreme Court, immediately filed their challenge against uh, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. There's a, I guess I'd call it a doctrine. It's not hard and fast, but as a rule, the <clears throat> excuse me, the federal court will look at an issue and such as this and say, well, that case is pending in state court. Let's not hear it in the federal court. Let's put this on pause and wait for the state courts to make their determination on the constitutionality. Let it go through that process. So hopefully the federal court case will just sit there and this case will work its way through the court system. The issue will be heard at the circuit court. And uh, we have some fantastic attorneys uh, in the uh, solicitor general's office who are working on this. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, the other issues we wanted to cover, I guess we, we have, Garson has brought in guns for us to discuss, and it's the top of the hour. I think we'll, we'll go to those while we have some, before we, you know, some time to the next break. So it'll take some time to cover these. I don't know what you want to start with. You brought a handgun and multiple long guns. Yeah. Um, so I, I got some stuff that we have not had in a long time, and I got some brand new stuff that just came out. Um... So, uh, one of Gary's friends, I, I just checked my text, asked me for one of these in tan in February of last year. And these are the first ones I got. I got a black KSG here. Um, I've not had these um, in over two years. They've just been exceedingly hard to get for some reason. Um, but I did get two of the KSGs in black and one KS7 um, also in black. Um, so this is Keltec's bullpup shotgun. Um, the KSG is unique. Well, I guess it's not as unique anymore because a lot of people are copying it. But it's got two magazine tubes, um, so it holds 14 rounds. You know, seven in each tube, wow. side by side. Um, super, super awesome. And is it? As I understand it, you can load. You know, one tube with slugs, one tube with double lock buck and switch back and forth yeah it's got a selector at the back of the magazine tube to let you feed from um the at, left or the right tube at, at any your, given point at any given point yep. um so that that's a super awesome gun um so and you do have those in stock yeah i got there's one of those at the shop right now um and i got the other one here so if we sell that first one um there there's uh i'll have another one back there on monday um and then we only had one ks7 so Chuck may recognize this KS7. Um, I, I brought my own personal KS7 um, so I could leave the, the one we had in inventory at the shop because these are super popular. Um, this is a much thinner gun because it's only a single magazine tube. So it's seven rounds, half the capacity, but it's a lot lighter. Um, and it's, it's, I find it a, a bit more comfortable than the double, the double magazine tube KS, uh, KSG. So what's this one around here? Um, those are uh, we got them for eight eighty, um, 
And I do like that the, the KS7 comes with the carry handle. You know Rhonda wants one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, looking at it, I think that carry handle comes off, and you can put the Picatinny rail on uh, if you want to go optics on that. And um, the KS7s are only 620. So, um, and for a, for a short, compact bullpup shotgun with seven rounds, um, it's just an amazing little gun. Uh, I'm super happy with that. Um, Tan wasn't my first choice, but it was available, and I hadn't seen one in a year, so I I just went all out and went ahead and, and got that one. <laughs> and these are both 16-inch barrel? 18, 18, 18 and a half. Barrel. Yeah, shotguns they have to look, be 18 and a half. They look, I guess, I'm just the uh, bullpup configuration makes them look so much shorter. Yeah. Um, so it's not an NFA. It's over no, the, it's, yeah, it is not NFA. Grab um, it and go. It's a legal, legal uh, pump-action shotgun. Um very ergonomic for what it is. Um, I never, I never thought a bullpup shotgun would be a would be a thing without being semi-auto, um, or you know, uh, you know, not as as cleanly executed as this. I, it when these first came out, they really really surprised me, um, and they've just made a a solid solid shotgun that's easy to manipulate and very well balanced. Um, so if if you're looking for a home defense shotgun. Uh, or a unique range toy, um, this definitely fills that bill. Well, you know what? It's kind of weird. At 9-11 this morning, my wife sends me a text message said, Yes, Dale, it is my dream to have one. Will you take a credit card out in the parking lot, Garson? <laughs> she really? I, I, yeah. I can get that. Yeah, I can get awesome. that taken care of for you. That's, that's great. I'll give her my uh, Mossberg nightstick I just bought, and then uh, I'll take that one. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you sure that text came from now, Ron? No, it definitely did. Now, if only you could use your concealed care permit to exempt you from the next check, um, we could do that even quicker. Uh, oh, it went black. <laughs> okay, I see the text. It's I'm just not sure where it, that it really came from. <laughs> so the configuration on these, the KS7 always comes with a carry handle? Yeah, those always come with a carry handle. And then it's got a really bright triangle front sight, which I like. Oh, uh, Yeah, that thing lights up wow. like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, that's, uh, this is very nice. Uh, Cross-bolt safety, so, I mean, it's it's super simple, um, and just, um, you know, easy, easy, easy to use. Thank you. And the Picatinny rail is standard on this one. Yeah, the KSGs come standard with the Picatinny rail. Um, it might be kind of cool to have a carry handle version on that, but um, yeah, that that that's the standard configuration for both guns. Um, I, I haven't verified that the Picatinny rail fit on the KS7, but I've lined up all the I've lined up the two guns, and it looks like it's something that can be interchanged. So you've got those in stock, and then the big question is ammunition. Um, a little bit. Um, uh, we got. Some slugs in, no buckshot, um, and then a little bit of target loads. But there's a bunch of shoots coming up down at the lake soon, and I, I think we're I think we're sending a bunch of ammo down there for them. Um, so to take care of those competitive shooters. Okay, good. And then uh, I have my eyes on something else. You have a long gun here. <laughs> yeah, you notice this funny little sticker here over the trigger. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what that is. I I know so, someone who um, yes. We've carried the Franklin Armory binary triggers for a while now, and um, our, our number finally came up, and we got two of their rifles. 
Um, we'll probably get some more in. Uh, this is their Veritas or Libertas. Uh, so it comes pre-installed with their um, safe semi-binary trigger option, um, and it's uh, that's a 16-inch barrel, uh, free-floated handguard, Magpul uh, flip-up sights, and 556 um, caliber. Yeah, Magpul CTR stock. Um, they're um, milled lowers. Uh, they've kind of got their own um, fancy little profile on that, so it's a unique-looking gun. Um, but the the binary trigger's not dropping. It, it doesn't come in a chassis like um, some of the newer AR triggers have been coming out for the last couple of years. So some people can't install them or it's too difficult for them to install. So um, if, if you're interested in a binary and don't want to do the work to install it, um, I've got this gun and I've got um, an entry-level gun that's kind of a stripped-down version um, in stock. And you and, may need to explain for some folks what is the binary trigger? Uh, so the binary trigger has three uh, or two firing modes and safe. So on safe, of course, gun doesn't do anything. Um, on semi-auto, every every rearward pull of the trigger fires around. Uh, but when you switch it to binary mode, every rearward trigger pull fires one round. But on release, um, um, it works as a release trigger as well. So uh, when you release the trigger, it will fire one round as well so it's it's if you think of it that way it's basically a double tap when you pull the trigger and as i understand it when the atf looked at that they said you know one action of the trigger equals one shot that means it's still a semi-automatic yeah. not select fire not full automatic yeah standard standard triggers are legal and then um uh, it's normally been unique to shotguns but they they sell a release trigger for shotguns and the release triggers are perfectly uh, legal uh, because it takes a physical manipulation of the trigger to um, initiate the firing of a round, not multiple rounds. And there's no mechanical advantage gained from that, um, which is the problem with the forced reset triggers that the ATF thinks that they can encroach on those, um, even though they had previously okayed them. Um, so there should not be any way for the ATF to come after the binary triggers in any way, shape, or form. But under the current administration, who knows? But th these are, if you're looking for a fun range toy, um, that is that is probably the safest um, and most reliable trigger to have in your range toy. It's as close as you can get to full auto without going NFA, but at the same time, it spins a lot of ammunition, which not, of us, not many of us have. Yeah. Well, it all it, depends on how fast your fingers are. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about your handgun, you're listening to Gary on Guns on 93.9 The Eagle. And if you've been listening this morning, you know Gary is not here this morning. My name is Dale Roberts. I'm usually on the show anyway. Uh, my webpage is mogunlaw.com. And if you look at it, uh, you're going to go, what's the matter with this page? And the problem is I've been busy hustling legislation this year. And I figured I'd finish that page uh, when session is over. Here with me also is State Representative Chuck Basie, who is our go-to guy for Second Amendment legislation. He's also known as the gender defender down at the legislature. He's sticking up for certain rights. Good morning. Yeah, thanks. Glad to be here. And Garson Chin from Graphs. Garson has been uh, doing our little show and tell and has one more firearm to show us. Oh, yeah. Believe. I saved the best for last. Um, 
And the only reason this is actually here is because I didn't buy it. Uh, <laughs> As usual. I, well, so this is the All Black Shadow Systems DR920P. I ordered mine with the bronze barrel. So if this had been the bronze barrel that came in, you would have never seen this. <laughs> so uh, this is this is Shadow Systems full-size Glock 17-like gun. Uh, runs off Magpul mags, Magpul Glock mags. Um, this has the Elite cuts, so it's it's a lightened version of their standard combat model. Um, all their guns are cut for carry optics. Um, it's got a plate there to cover up the mounting position. Uh, but what makes this gun unique is it's their first ported gun. Um, so the barrel there has a fixed compensator on the front of it. They've shortened the slide to move the compensator back on the barrel a little bit to keep the overall length down. Uh, but it's got that single port there at the front. Um, so that's going to scrub off recoil. Um with standard 9mm, it's not going to scrub off a lot because there's not a lot of pressure with a standard 9mm. But if you're running um, self-defense ammo, uh, plus P, plus P, plus ammo, um, it'll it'll tame that down and make it shoot probably even lighter than a regular 9mm round through that same gun. And the plate, obviously, so you can, two screws, remove that and put on a uh, pistol-type optic? Yes, um, and the and so Shadow Systems has a patent on their mounting system. They've redesigned um, the extractor system, so they're the only company that has full-length screws on both sides of the slide. Everyone else has to run a shorter screw on the ejection or the extractor side to make room for all the guts that are there in the in the slide. So Shadow Systems got a, their own unique design, patented design that allows you to run two full-length screws, um, and that helps with um, the rigidity of the mounting and, um, and sight life. Um, I, some people say that um, carry optic guns like this will chew through um, optics pretty fast. Um, it shortens their lifespan just because of the amount of shock they're subject to. Um, but with, with a more secure mounting system, that, that should extend the sight life. Um, but the sights are getting better. Um, I just put a Hollow Sun 509 um, on one of my other shadow systems and um i i'm gonna shoot the ever-living dickens out of it and uh and see how long it takes me to kill that site um i've, I've seen some youtube reports where there's guys that are claiming fifty thousand rounds through one now um so i think that far exceeds the average shooter's um ability to um you know shoot or even you know time and money so um excellent system super accurate guns Made in America, all down in Plano, Texas. Um, super nice guys, um, and and just a good design. Uh, so, you know, they, I I say it's a Glock clone, but they're really providing you with a custom gun out of the box. It's got a lot of features that don't come on a stock Glock um, as part of their standard regular package. Made in America. At what price point? Uh, this one is. 1025 okay and uh, I've, I've got a this is the only one of these I have in stock I do have some of the other models available um, and hopefully they're going to get these cranking out pretty soon especially so I can get mine I was going to say the question is will that one go back to stock or just yeah, back this to one's your going, house this one's going back to stock because I ordered I want the one with the bronze barrel because I'm fancy like that and ammunition for handguns what do you have a um, little bit um we we have some. Um, I, I think things are slowing down now. Although um, 
I, I did just hear that Biden signed something increasing um, uh, import tax on ammo from Russia, which is probably going to drive up um, Russian ammo prices, and that may cause another panic and cascade back into the rest of the ammo. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, the hoarders will stop hoarding and, and ammunition supplies will return to normal. And then um, all these companies can start catching up on ammo they haven't made in two years. And AR ammo, the 5.56 Franklin Arms you showed us a minute ago, you have AR ammo? Yeah, we, we've actually got a fair amount of 5.56 available right now. Um, I, th- I think people have filled up their gullets on, on 5.56 and are moving on to other calibers. Um, shotgun has been probably the most um, in-demand caliber we've been asked for lately uh, as as the sporting clays and trap season is kicking off here, uh, especially with a, a lot of big shoots coming up here at the lake at, at the Ozark Shooters. So, folks, Graf and Sons in Mexico, Missouri, it's a short drive from Columbia. It's a nice drive. And uh, I've been over there before. They, it's amazing the amount of items they have in stock. I asked them about something once, figuring they won't have it, but they can tell me about it. And the guys at the counter said, yeah, hold on. They went in the back, came back, came back, had three or four of the items I was asking about. Which one do you want? Uh, so great selection. Of yeah, no better time to go up there right now than see all the trees blooming on the way and the grass greening up. Earth maybe, Day. Maybe see Garson mowing his grass. <laughs> Indeed. So it, we're almost at break. I do have to say, uh, before the, the last section we did, uh, Chuck mentioned that he got a, a text message from Rhonda saying that he could go ahead and buy that shotgun. And then during the break, I got a text message from Rhonda saying her account had been hacked. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what's going on, but we'll talk about that more after the break. And after the break, we're also going to talk about the, a sheriff in Florida that uh, deserves some attention. You're listening to Gary on Guns on 93.9 The Eagle. Welcome back to Gary on Guns, 93.9 The Eagle. Gary is not with us this morning. My name is Dale Roberts. Also in the studio is State Representative Chuck Basie and Garson Chin from Graffs in Mexico. We were just finishing up on some some firearms from Graffs, and Garson, I think, has one more thing he wanted to mention. Yeah, I I didn't bring it with me, but... I was able to secure a Keltec P50, um, which is their PS90 magazine-fed 5.7 by 28 pistol. Ooh! Yeah, this thing's pretty cool. It uh, it actually hinges open from the front, and you drop the 5.7 or the PS90 magazine into it, and then it clamshells closed, and um, it's got a rear charging handle, full-length Picatinny rail, and it's actually got a nice little comfortable uh, forward area. For your non-dominant hand to hold the front of the pistol. So you're talking about the magazine that holds 30 rounds or 50 50. Rounds? They hold 50 rounds. Yeah. Well, oh they my. hold. They sell them in 10, 30, and 50. But the standard magazine is 50. Wow. And it's that. It's I that bet little, Rhonda wants one of those too. <laughs> it's that little 5.7 by 28 cartridge. Yes. And this this magazine's really cool. <laughs> so the the cartridges sit across the barrel, and then the feed lips of the magazine rotate at 90 degrees. Um, so it can be fed and chambered into the into the barrel. It's just a cool little magazine. So it packs a lot of rounds into a small area. And availability of five seven because I know, you know, the the primary calibers nine mil forty five seem to be the first ones to go into produc- production. Is there five yeah, seven? Unfortunately, I have not had five seven ammo in probably eighteen twenty months. Um, so that is a downside, but. Um, I, with with the Ruger 
coming out right. and this coming out. I, I would hope that uh, 5.7 gets kind of pushed forward in the line of cartridges to be manufactured because um, that is it's possible to reload for the 5.7, but um, it's not easy. So your average reloader probably shouldn't attempt to load 5.7. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend that only for more experienced loaders. Gotcha. I'd still like to have one. I'll get the ammo later. I, I can get you a little ammo out of my personal stash <laughs> if you if you really need one. Do you know what the price is on that? Uh, I want to say it was right around a thousand dollars. Okay, um, but don't quote me on that. It may be less. It may be more. Pretty um, sweet. But and uh, yeah, awesome gun. I can't wait to shoot one. Great. And I, I have to ask. Chuck has this T-shirt that I wanted to ask about. Yeah, I, I went into a uh, local gun store uh, a few weeks ago to get uh, something, and uh, they had this T-shirt hanging on the wall, and I inquired about it. They don't sell them there at Target Masters, but but uh, I ordered a couple of them. It's a, a very nice uh, gray T-shirt. It's got an American flag on the front, but on the stripes of the flag, it is a memorial. It has all the names, ranks, branch service of the 13 individuals that got killed in Afghanistan on the uh, the terrible decision our administration made uh, to withdraw. And it is a very nice tribute to these uh, these individuals that got killed. And so it's, it's sold by a company in uh, eastern Missouri. It's uh, online, Lima Charlie CC. It's Lima Charlie Clothing Company. L-A-M-A, Charlie, C-C dot com. So you go to that website. Uh, this is a uh, store founded by a retired Marine, Jeff Combs. And if you have, if you, on the pull down, go to nonprofits and click on the Freedom 13, and you can order these shirts. All the proceeds for this uh, effort go to the families of these 13 fallen American heroes that died on August 26th of last year. So uh, I ordered three. I'm going to order more as some uh, giveaways at some fundraisers I have planned. And uh, it is just an awesome, awesome charity. So thank you for letting me say that, Dale. What? So what again is the webpage? It's uh, limacharliecc.com. Dot net. Lima uh, I got dot, dot com. Yeah, limacharliecc.com. Yeah, I'm... I'm on it right now. Well, I got, it, I got maybe it's the same thing. Either way, um, they may have reserved both your. I mean, yeah, and then uh, you you just click on the upper left hand corner to the three stripes, the pull down. <laughs> click on nonprofits, and uh, the, this particular one is the Freedom Thirteen, and then you can see a picture of the shirt and a story about uh, where the money is going to and all that. It's uh, I understand that uh, Marine Corps Lance Corporal uh jared schmitz is one of the 13 that got killed his father is uh, heavily involved in this uh charity so uh one of my colleagues nick shore is uh is very active in helping uh helping out with the efforts so um was sir, nick a marine no no nick uh, he was. Maybe no uh nick nick has a little bit of a problem he's an attorney so <laughs> he uh um that was a little joke sorry dale's an attorney I, I, nick's an attorney so no. I don't know if I've said this on the air, but I've often said there are only a few bad attorneys who ruin it for the other 2% right. of us. Just make, oh, make us, the other yeah. 2% look bad. It looks like they're even doing a 20% off with a Freedom 13 discount code. I, I noticed that when I, I bought mine, but um, it's um, and it's a very nice shirt, too. Very, yeah, nice very nice uh, made. Uh, so, and I like supporting is, is the Missouri thicker businesses. thicker or is it that thin, clingy, kind of weird shirt? It feels uh, a little... It's kind of soft cotton, you know. Oh, tagless. 
Um, yeah, I like that. It's, a, it's that. It's that. It is that thinner T-shirt style now, though. And so, then you get uh, three or four really nice stickers. Um, pr- pretty awesome stickers. With, there. Uh, yeah, there's one that's a grenade. Looks like a pineapple. <laughs> it's got a smiley face on it. So very, very nicely done. I don't know if we're on the air or not, but. Yes. Uh, uh, so you, anyway. you've been listening to the fashion portion of Carry On Guns. <laughs> Uh, the other issue, we talked about this a little during the break and wanted to share it with listeners. There's a sheriff in the state of Florida. I think his name is Bob Johnson. Um, I know his last name's Johnson. I can't remember the first name. Uh, the news has reported a sheriff in the Florida panhandle had some surprising advice for a homeowner who shot at a would-be robber. Um, Chuck, do you know Do you know what he told them? Told what his advice uh, was, or Garson? Have you picked up on this story? I had not heard this one. I'd I'd seen another sheriff saying some pretty awesome stuff about one he, of their officers. Evidently, there was an you know an attempted home burglary or invasion in some neighborhood. The sheriff's deputies were called. They searched. That they initially couldn't find the guy. It was reported that shots had been fired after the would-be robber. I think he's trying to save the uh, taxpayers' money, I believe. It does seem to be, which is, we're always in favor of that. Um, and he reported that, you know, none of the homeowners claimed to have been the ones to fire the shots, to have fired the shots. And he, he uh, Sheriff Johnson went on the news and said, we don't know which homeowner shot at him, the robber. I guess they think they did something wrong, which they did not. And he went on to say, if someone is breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot at them in Santa Rosa County. We'd prefer you do that, actually. And then later later said, uh, the sheriff's department offers a shooting, a gun safety course every other Saturday. And whoever was the, you know, whoever that homeowner was that fired the shots, would be welcome to come take a course and learn to shoot a lot better and, quote, save the taxpayers money, close quotes. What do you think, guys? Awesome. We need more sheriffs like that. And, and I mean, within reason, I don't want people just shooting at, uh, just because somebody walked on my property. But I think the underlying point is you have a right to defend yourself when defense is necessary. That, you wouldn't play that? You have it? Just a second. We're gonna we're gonna I hear. ran on the fact that I'm a cop, not a politician. And I'll tell you right now, you know, if somebody breaks in your house in Santa Rosa County and you shoot and kill them, the chances of them reoffending after that are zero. And we like those odds. So <laughs> um, in Santa Rosa County, if you break into a house, you roll the dice. Yeah. What are the residents saying? I'm just curious. Are they supporting you? Oh yeah, they do. Um, I tell everybody, 99% of the the people here love law enforcement, and the other 1% are in my jail currently. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. What a great soundbite. Um, and of course, after he made those comments, the woke media pounced, and and a big surprise. NPR came out with a story saying that uh, the sheriff was reckless and wildly irresponsible and probably racist, according to NPR. Chuck, is it is Did racist? Did they say anything about race in that comment? I was going to say, is, and Chuck, maybe you've had experience with this, is racist uh, a response to anything that is, un, you know, somebody doesn't like it? Yeah, that uh, seems to be a whole card that comes out uh, quite frequently, unfortunately. So, um that's, I think that's why a lot of people don't speak out, because they're afraid of uh, immediately being labeled in some regard. And um, I have a little 
recent experience with that. And I've gotten a lot of colorful emails here recently. All right. It's, uh, we're coming up on time for a break, so we'll talk about this and a few more issues after the break. You're listening to Gary on Guns on 93.9 The Eagle. And again, this is not Gary Nolan. It's Dale Roberts. Gary is at the Cat Emporium, their big sale this weekend, and he's going to give us a hard time about that when he gets back. I'm joined with State Representative Chuck Basie, our Second Amendment legislator, among a few others who are down there doing the, the important work, and Garson Chin from Graf's. Graf and Sons in Mexico, where you can buy all, all of those firearms we just mentioned. So, in the meantime, before we get off on anything else, and we have so much more to discuss, uh, we have a caller. I think is that call ready, Brian? So, <laughs> uh oh, I, 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 this better not be Gary Nolan, but we'll see. We're ready for the call. Oh, heck, no, it's not Gary. I don't have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> What can we do for you, Gary? Well, I have... Uh, no. Nope, nope. You don't want one. Uh, <laughs> not, no, not at all. I, if I did, I'd give it to Gary. Um, I have a question about... Uh, on a couple different guns that I have, uh, one's a, a revolver, and the other one now is a, a semi-auto. But occasionally I'll have screws come loose on it after shooting it, you know, like one, 200 rounds or so. And my question is... Do you, do you guys ever use, and there's about four or five things I found, like Loctite Blue, Loctite Purple. Some people use, I've read, read use fingernail polish. Some people use, like, plumber's tape. What, what do you guys find works well that doesn't hurt the gun? Um, it depends on where the screw is to what I choose to use to fix it in place. Um, okay. Screws that need to be removed for disassembling and cleaning, I like to use a product called Vibratite. Um, it can be applied to the screw, um, and the screw can be um, tightened and loosened at your leisure, and it still remains grippy as long as the Vibratite remains on the threads. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't lock the screw in place like some of the Loctites, um, and um, it holds them holds them tight, holds them good, and I, you don't have to get a torch out to remove them if you put too much or or the wrong kind of Loctite on a thread. Yeah. Where could you find Vibratite? Uh, any hardware store. Any decent hardware store has it. Oh, okay. Um, I forget and who makes called, it. Let me see. called what? Viber? Uh, Vibratite. Hold on a second. I'll see if I can uh, see who makes that. Sounds like V-I-B-R-A-Tite. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Garson's bringing it up. Yeah. It's uh, Vibratite. VC3 thread lockers. Um, yes. V-I-B-R-A hyphen T-I-T-E. So you can check some of the local hardware stores. Or, <clears throat> and, uh, Gary, they do not sell that at the Cat Emporium, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. I was hoping they did. Um, I, I, uh, guess the, I guess the company's name is also Vibratite, um, but they sell them okay. in little 5-milliliter um, milliliter tubes and larger... And larger bottles and that, as well. And that and that works on either plastic or metal. Um, yeah, I've not had a problem using it on anything. As long as it has threads, I've been able to use it successfully. Um, okay. It it does need to cure before you install it, um, so it, it bonds to the threads and and doesn't just make a big goopy mess on your gun. So you put it on, let it dry or do whatever it's going to do, and then you put the screw in. You put it on the screw and let it dry, and then you screw it into the. Yeah. Um, normally, what I do is I, I squeeze it out onto like a piece of paper, and then just roll the screw 
um, okay. on it to evenly coat it. All right. Okay, that's what I wanted to find out. I just didn't know. I've used blue in the past, and I really haven't had a problem, but then I've had other. I read that purple is not as strong as blue would be less caustic on the white tight. Yeah, and then when you get up to the red, sometimes you got to use heat to get them loose. Oh, um, yeah, the red, no, I don't. I used that when I was a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right, well, good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. You're That's- welcome. Have a good one. And thank you for calling. So, uh, one other issue we were going to talk about today, the uh, president, President Biden, had announced last week that he was appointing Gary, uh, I think that's Restaino, um, who is a U.S. attorney from Arizona, has appointed that individual to take over as the interim director of the ATF. And the reason this is kind of newsworthy, obviously there's a, a potential appointee who... I suppose we'll have uh, received hearings in the legis- in the Senate sometime soon. But uh, Marvin Richardson had been the interim director or the acting director. He was uh, somewhat unceremoniously removed and demoted. And the people who are taking an issue with this um, are accusing the Biden administration of some level of racial discrimination. Uh, the, the demotion of Marvin Richardson has upset the National African-American Gun Association and the Black Agents and Professionals Law Enforcement Association, and all of whom say that Richardson, you know, A, was doing a really good job, got along, the the, uh, folks at the ATF liked him, he worked well with people in the industry, and so uh, I wonder, Garson, have you all dealt with this issue? Are you familiar with the changes at the top at the ATF? No, I mean, we know that they've, They've made some of these changes, and and um, the industry is not. Ha- I know the industry as a whole was happy with who was there, um, but um, it, it it it's not a pressing issue like some of these some of these other changes that are getting ready to be, be published to the Federal Register. All right, it's. I, I just wonder because they uh, it seemed to send some shockwaves through some of the industry, the NSS NSSF. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the changes would be bad, but um, I guess we'll, you know, cross that bridge when we come to it. And obviously, you know, the big change is going to come if he, if the president ever gets a permanent director at the ATF. I don't think there has been one for uh, five or six years now. Uh, Biden withdrew the previous nominee. Chipman, yeah, thank Chipman. God Chipman wasn't. And the the person whose name is pending now doesn't look to be much better. Um, but this, you know, that particular action I thought was interesting in as much as gun ownership is reported to be breaking color barriers like never before. Um, you know, gun ownership among the minority communities, communities of color, uh, women, female gun ownership, uh, those numbers have increased by, you know, 40, 50 percent just over the last year. So, uh, you know, there seems to be a disconnect once again from the administration to what seems to be going on in the rest of America. But that's perhaps no surprise with their push to defund law enforcement. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Gary on Guns at 93.9 The Eagle. We appreciate your patience with me this morning since I was trying to run the show and we'll see you again next week.
advice? You go to your father-in-law. Financial wisdom? Ask mom. Need a Netflix recommendation? Your neighbor has seen everything. And you've got people for everything. But if you need guidance on guns and bows, talk to Kelsey and the team at Powderhorn Guns and Archery. They sell and service firearms, set up and tune bows, customize sights and strings. And hey, they've got an indoor bow range too. Bet you don't have too many friends with one of those. Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Perfection. At Point Blank Range. PowderhornColumbia.com Some house painters are sketchy and messy. Okay, Mrs. Cloggin, ta-da! How do you like your new living room? What are... Oh, all those tarps? We'll move them in a week or so. Well, why is... I do not know how that splotch got on your lamp. Where's my... The dog, oh, he had a brush stuck to his back and just took off. <laughs> Better watch your step there. With AI Painting Plus, there's never a minefield to navigate. You want pristine? They'll leave it perfect. That's a promise. You'll get what you paint for. AIPaintingPlus.com. Painting joy into people's homes. Apple. KFC. Nike. No, we're not just randomly naming off giant companies. When you hear those names, you immediately recall what? Their logo. Be it a swoosh or the colonel himself. Your logo is typically the first and last mental image people have of your business. At Zimmer Communications, we have world-class designers that have created thousands of engaging and effective logos for some of the most recognizable businesses in mid-Missouri. You know business. We grow business. Check out our work at ZimmerCommunications.com. After working all morning, a husband and wife were beat, but headed to an afternoon baby shower until their battery blew out like the back end of a newborn's diaper. The wife got a ride from her daughter, while the husband called several tow companies for help. The answers vary. We can't. It's a Saturday. We can be there in three hours. We can be there in four hours. And sometimes he got no answer at all. It wasn't until hubby called Tiger Towing that he got going. Tiger Towing quoted him 15 minutes, but they were there in 13. When you can't get going, call Tiger Towing. 573-449-3754. TigerTowing.com. News, analysis, opinion. We're 93.9 The Eagle. KSSC, Fayette, Columbia. A free service of Zimmer Communications.